Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, you snooze, you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. This league uncut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Stein and Haynes back again with you on this league uncut. We're recording on a Wednesday night. It'll be out Thursday morning, but it means given when we're actually at the mics here, Kevin Durant just made his long-awaited debut for the Phoenix Suns tonight. Nice little 23 points in 27 minutes. KD always does this. This is the third time he's come back from this kind of knee sprain injury. And, you know, he always seems to make these things look like uh, they didn't even slow him down when he when he gets back on the court so quickly and uh, look, I don't I don't think we want to read too much into it when they're playing a Charlotte team, even though Charlotte had won a few games in a row here. No LaMelo Ball. Obviously, LaMelo Ball season is over after the ankle injury he just sustained and had to undergo surgery. So I don't I don't want to make too much of it, but for a first look at the Phoenix Suns, Durant looked great, Devin Booker looked great, and I think they gave us a glimpse of why everybody is not everybody, but so many people think that the Suns can win the West now because uh, I mean, their two main guys are just absolutely dangerous. What were you looking for tonight out of KD? Uh, what was I looking for from KD? I, I, I don't think I was looking at anything related to KD. I was looking at how the other guys were going to play and how they were going to mess with him. Uh, that's what I was looking forward to. I, I think you saw early on guys were kind of deferring to KD, trying to get him acclimated, get him some shots early on, and they did a good job. But, you know, I'm not surprised by anything. KD was the last person I was looking at to try to see if he was going to be into form or not. He was going to be ready, like you said. This is not the the first time he's gone through something like this. But, you know, I think this, you know, they show, again, it is the Charlotte Hornets, but, you know, they're still trying to get a feel for one another, and I think – you just, they just have really smart guys. I'm talking about the star players, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and KD. 
these guys are too smart not to figure it out. And I think once they figure it, figure it out, man, and I think the only thing that's going to be able to stop them is an injury. Um, so, you know, so far so good. It looks good. Chris Paul didn't have um, that a good game offensively, but he still had 11 assists. And so he's still going to be effective. And, you know, they're just still getting comfortable, man. They're, they're right now, I still, I feel like they're going to be the team to beat for sure. Yeah, well, I remember we had Jamal Crawford on not that long ago, and Jamal was saying that he thinks KD will get acclimated here in record time because these guys are all so skilled. But, I mean, it is it is a pretty fascinating contrast that the Suns are really going to get not even 20 games because I'm sure there's going to be a game here or two down the stretch where, you know, they don't have all three. They don't have Chris Paul and Book and KD. I'm sure one of them is going to miss at least one game here for down the stretch. So they're not even going to get 20 games together until the playoffs. And the other three teams that I think are recognized as the best in the league, Denver in the West, Boston and Milwaukee in the East, and even if you want to throw Philly in there, all these teams have a lot more continuity. So it is such a contrast to see how the Suns, can they, you know, can they mesh super quick and become an instant factor? And they're going to have to overcome top contenders who have so much more time together. But, I mean, you know, I live in Dallas. Obviously, the Kyrie Irving trade has not worked anywhere close to what the Mavs had hoped coming coming off the bat. They're, you know, one in four when Kyrie and Luka both play. And, uh, you know, that win was – the only win was against San Antonio. But the anticipation for Sunday's game here in Dallas, I'm actually surprised I'm going to be at a big game and you are not unless you're – planning on making a surprise trip here Sunday that I don't know about that Suns Mavs game. The Suns and Mavs already hate each other after last season's seven game playoff series. But now to see KD in here with all those familiar Suns faces and taking on Luca and Kyrie, that, 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 that is going to be a wild Sunday afternoon. Sunday. So that's not going to be a nationally televised game. Then, huh? I think it is. No, it's, I mean, it's a noon start, so it has to be a, I think it has to be on national TV. It's a great question. I haven't, I haven't looked. I just assumed at noon that it is a national TV game. I'm actually going to check now, but I, I think it's got to be if it's that because a, a noon tip off in Dallas is really early. You know, usually, so, uh, you know, the, the Lakers, Mavs last Sunday was two thirty. Yeah, it's ABC. It's okay, an ABC game. Sense. Okay, yeah, that that's going to be a real. You know what, Stein? If I didn't have to fly to Minnesota the next day, I probably would be at that game. I probably would be at the game. That's going to be a very interesting game. But you talk about Stein, you talk about guys still meshing and teams, you know, still trying to figure things out, trying to implement these new guys. I just, I'm covering the Clippers this week. So I had the Clippers Timberwolves Tuesday for TNT. And now I have the Clippers Warriors Thursday, which is tonight um, for TNT as well. And Russ is not to blame for sure. But they, they have yet to get a win since Russ has been on board. They're 0-3. So they're still trying to figure things out. Kyrie still trying to figure things out with Dallas. Who else? It seems like somebody else is going through a, a bit of a process here since being dealt. Mm. Well, I'm Maybe glad you brought, brought the Clippers up because we were talking before we started, what else did we, did we want to get into? And I forgot. I did want to 
bring up the Clippers since you you are you are seeing them. So do you think are they? You know, I think you summed it up well. They're zero and three since since Russ joined them, but you know Russ has played well and he's done what they want him to do. I mean, it's not just him. I mean, he had seven turnovers in his Clipper debut, but he also had what I think 17, 17, 17, 14 and five. And I mean, they, they are a high turnover team. That's not just on him. How do you think they're kind of coping with the slow start because they were playing well before they got him? They were, um, look, they're, they're a high turn. I'm glad you mentioned that they are a high turnover team. And, and last night or Tuesday night, Paul George would turn that ball over. They, they all were, I think they had 25 turnovers in that loss to the Timberwolves and Russ, Russ looks good. Russ looks good with them. I, I don't know what it is with this squad. Um, Ty Lue, you know, I spoke, spoke to him at the end of the third quarter and he was talking about guys playing with heart and effort and, you know, talking like that this late in the season, that's not really encouraging. You know, if you're a team that's trying, if you're a team that has aspirations of winning the championship. So, they got some things to figure out, man. That they, that definitely did cause some Twitter noise. That that in game interview you had with Ty Lue, because basically he, I mean, he said they weren't playing hard enough, right? I mean, that's basically what he said. Yeah, you don't you don't hear that again. You don't hear that this late in the season from a team that we expect or we we think has a legitimate shot to be amongst the the final two. But I, I don't know. This is not a rust thing. It's it's not a rust thing for sure. But God, they, they gotta figure they gotta figure something out. You know, they got the Warriors, you know, here tonight in Golden State. I'm here. The weather is beautiful, by the way. Beautiful weather. Beautiful weather. Oh Lord, I, I love the bay. I love snowing? the bay. I don't know if I told you that. No, it's, it's not, not snowing snow, in the bay. Stein. It's not. Come on now. Well, we don't get much snow in the bay, Stein. It's beautiful, man. Beautiful. So, you know, they, they got their work cut out. They definitely have their work cut out. The Clippers, that is. And look, let's not forget that the Warriors here with no Steph, Draymond's been banged up a little bit recently. They've actually managed to win a few without these guys. And they've creeped back up into the top six. And it's really what they did the first time Steph got hurt with with, with a long-term absence this season, I remember talking about it with him when I uh, I caught up with the Warriors on the road and had a chance to visit with him in January. And this is now the second time this season that the Warriors have managed to string some wins together in the face of injury. And it sounds like Steph's coming back next week. And suddenly, finally, we've been waiting for them to, you know, turn it on and and look like some semblance of the defending champions. But I'm sure that there's, I mean, they have to be feeling good right now to, I mean, a three-game winning streak normally wouldn't be cause for celebration when you've won four championships in eight years. But in this season's West, you win three in a row and you go skyrocketing up the standings, which is what's happened. Yeah, that's what that's the situation a lot of teams in the West, you know, see themselves in right now. Uh, a three-game losing streak could really put you down. Three-game winning streak or can really take you up. Um, there's still a lot of time. That's why this race is going to be really, it's going to be really good, you know, as we get, you know, towards the, the latter part of this regular season. Uh, I think it's going to make for great TV. There's going to be a lot of teams in, a lot of teams out. The play-in is going to be that much more. I wasn't a fan of play-in 
implementation a few years ago. I think it's going to be that much more compelling now, you know, with with the, how tight the race is with these teams. And so the Golden State Warriors, you looking at I'm looking at the schedule for the Golden State Warriors, and you know they got the Clippers Thursday, they got New Orleans Friday, then they're at Lakers Sunday, and at OKC Tuesday. I'm thinking about I don't have any intel on this right now, but if I'm Steph and the word is he could come back next week. Uh, that March 7th game against OKC at OKC looks pretty good. You know, you, you think about like when, when when star players like to come back uh, from long hiatuses from an injury, you know, you, you look at you look at some of those games, look at the schedule, you look at the uh, you, you just look at the uh, <laughs> the competition of what that team presents. And I think uh, OKC makes a lot of sense. Again, don't have any intel, but I just see OKC on the uh, March 7th, Tuesday. And after that, they got Memphis, Milwaukee, Phoenix. It's it's tough. They got a – the Warriors got a tough schedule. Please OKC don't aggregate like, this, as Jake Fisher would say. Oh, oh my. They, well, they, they're going to they're, they're gonna cut – they're going to cut off right before you said that. So they're not going to get that warning. One more thing about the Clips, since, again, you just saw them with your own eyes. I have not seen them yet since Russ joined them. Does Russ look comfortable to you making looks a transition looks in good, season man. to this team? He looks good, Star. He looks really good. I, he's not – he's more in control right now, and I think he's probably more in control now because they have a lot of guys who handle the ball. With Lakers, it was pretty much him and LeBron. You know, here you got Paul George handles the ball a lot. Kawhi handles the ball a lot. Yeah, Terrence Mann comes off the bench and handles the ball a lot, so he doesn't have to do as much. But he he's looked he's looked really good. You know, I I overheard him. You know, as as a sideline reporter, you're allowed to, you know, go behind the um, team's bench during the timeout huddles. And at one point, and I said it on air. At one point, he was like the real vocal guy, telling everybody to get back and transition, and explain to him that how you know our half court defense is is great, but. Minnesota is getting their their points because we're not getting back in transition and we're not finding the guys. So he was real vocal. And if you look at that Clippers roster, they don't have a lot of vocal guys on that roster. And so that that that's a void right there that I think, you know, he takes care of. And I, I think it's a good addition. I, I definitely think it's a better fit for him with the Clippers. Um, I do got a question for you, Stein, as I look this up. It's pertaining to Russ. Hold on. Let me, let me look up this stat real quick. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. 
Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, this season, Russ has started, damn, that's it. He started a total of six games total, and he's played in a total of 55. 52 with the Lakers, three for the Clippers. And it looks like he's going to be the starter from here on out. Does this eliminate him from the six-man-a-year candidacy? No, it does not. The rule is, the official rule is, as if he plays as long as you've as long as you've come off the bench one more game than you start you're you're eligible so even if he starts every game he plays for the clips he's going to be way under 50% and so he's good but i guess the basic okay. way to explain it is if he had if he had played 70 games if he's played 36 off the bench and 34 as a starter he's eligible all right, with you saying that, and I'm not trying to start something here, but with you saying that, Stein, you know, I spoke to somebody from the Clippers yesterday, and I was asked, you know how teams start to, towards the end of the year, they start to send out these packets or these gifts to media members to get you to vote for uh, whatever candidate that they're trying to promote, whether that's the MVP, whatever. And so I asked about, will the Clippers, will you guys be, trying to advocate for Russ to get six man a year, even though he's not going to be a, a six man um, prospect for you, uh, for you guys. And what I was told was no, they would likely only do it for Norm Powell. Hmm. Well, look, I mean, the reality is he's not going to come off the bench for them. So I guess I could see it to a degree. But on the flip side, yeah, like it, he is their player now. And if that's the award Russ is eligible for, I mean, it would be, I think it would be weird if the Clippers are sending out all this. And like you said, you know, so many teams send us paraphernalia to try to get us to vote a certain way. I have not been an active voter since 2017. I still make my picks public, but they're not official picks. It's just the ballot that I do for publishing purposes. So I haven't, I haven't actually voted on anything since since 2017, which was the year that Russ won MVP. And yes, I did vote for Russ. And no, I'm not taking that one back. I think he deserved the MVP that year, but we'll get into that one. We'll get into that one another. We'll have to do a whole I voted for on Russ that, that year as well. Um, the Rockets were mad at me. The Rockets were mad at me that year, by oh, the way. I mean, I mean that's because that's I told him. Uh, no, I told him because Russ won it the last few weeks of that season. You know, I, I I had Harden. Like I, I was telling people, you know, look like Harden's going to get it. That's where my vote is going to go. And and Russ just had a crazy two week span. Uh, has has some game winners in that last two weeks. And, you know, that's a, that's a different topic for another day. But yeah, 
no, uh, same West, thing. West Look, Brennan. I thought that that was the season that Kevin Durant went to the Warriors. And I thought Oklahoma City was going to fall off the face of the NBA map. They, I think, won 47 games and Russ averaged the first triple-double since uh, since Oscar. And for me, 47 wins with that team after losing KD and the Oscar feat, to me, it was close enough to 50 wins that Russ got my vote. And that's always been the standard. So, you know, since, since I've been covering the league, you got to go all the way back to Moses Malone in the early 80s with Houston for the last MVP from a non-50 win team, except the two exceptions. I'm doing this off the top of my head. So if, if I'm wrong, I'm sure someone will correct me. But I think the only two MVPs we've seen since Moses with less than 50 wins were Russ and, and Jokic last year. Um, so I, I, I do, I'm with you. I thought he deserved it, but again, that, uh, I'm sure now we're going to get a, we're going to get a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of people who don't like either one of us after we, we can re brought, we brought that back up, but look, it's a tough six man field. Powell's certainly in it. Malcolm Brogdon, certainly in there. Tyrese Maxey, certainly in there. Um, but that was a great question that you asked the Clippers. Cause that's kind of a, that is kind of uncomfortable for them. Like Norman Powell is. He's been a Clipper all year, but Russ is a Clipper now. So it's like, do they just not promote him? And that was, um, you know, I, I I didn't get the chance to talk to Russ. We, you know, we said what's up you know, before the game, but I, I didn't get the chance to talk to him. But I, I'm curious to see how he feels about it. Like, is that a award he really wants? Because it, it took a lot for him to buy into that role. And then he bought into it and he excelled. So, you know, I'm interested in seeing how, how he feels about it. Does he feel like that that's an award that he should still be in the running for, even though he's look like he's going to be a starter? Maybe you'll get that chance to ask him before Thursday's game to work it into your <laughs> to work it into your coverage. I'm sure he's gonna be glad to see you. Uh, Russ, you know, Russ is hit and miss, man. You never know with Russ. I, I, I I'm actually but- furious. I can't believe you're doing that game instead of the game that's in my city. You could have been, you know, you could have been on, uh, you could have been on Sixers Mavs. Sixers Mavs. I think they're trying Mavs. to keep us apart. What day, what day is that? That's, the, that's, Say, uh, yeah. that's, that's the first game of the double header. Wow. Sixers, okay. Sixers Mavs, then Clippers Warriors. I, they, I mean, you're a West Coast guy. Let's face it. You're. Hey, they they sending me. To, they're sending me to Minnesota Monday. Minnesota Sixers. I love Minnesota. Minnesota for a visit. Now I don't know if mm-hmm. I could live in Minis- in Minneapolis, but I love yeah. visiting Minneapolis. Yeah, I, I've I've it's I've gravitated to it more over the last few years. But no, typically I I, I prefer to get away from the snow. Stein, I got a snow story. <laughs> can, can I say it now, Stein? Yeah, yeah, we got we. All right, we all we're always ready for a story. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I feel like an old man. I got a story to tell. So, when I I'm from California, born and raised Fresno, California. Never really lived outside of California until I took the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, excuse me. When I moved to Portland, moved to Portland when I was like 27. But then when I moved to Cleveland to cover LeBron, I was, what, 30? This was 2014. So that was my first time really outside the West Coast. Spent about three, four years in Portland before that, but California my whole life. So, so I don't know if you know this, but in California, 
if you if you come up in the hood, right? We 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 tend to have beat up cars. You know, we tend to buy cars for around five hundred, a thousand dollars, and you know, it's not in the best of shape, but they get you from point A to point B. And for a lot of our cars, we tend to fill the radiator up with water opposed to something else that I will talk about later. But so, you know, a lot of times, you know, your car may be leaking, and, you know, with, with, with uh, maybe leaking. And, you know, we put water in you, you, your, your car is overheating. We put water in it, put water in it, pull up to pull up to your homeboys porch, get the water hose, put water in the radiator. It take you wherever you need wherever you need to go. All right. So that's always been my philosophy. So now I'm in Cleveland, Stein, and I just moved to Cleveland and I'm there for a few days and I had to go to Brazil. The Cavs were playing the Miami Heat uh preseason. Did you go to that too, Stein? No. No. You didn't go to that. Okay. All right. Windhorst so, went. I think Windhorse. Windhorse was there. Windhorse was there. So anyways, I leave my car, which I drove from Portland to Cleveland, leave my car at the airport. Wait, so the car so, made it all the way from Portland to Cleveland. No problem. Yes, car made it all the way from Portland to Cleveland. This little this hoopty I have made it all the way from Portland to Cleveland. So I'm at the I'm at I'm in Brazil. And while I'm gone for that week's time, a snowstorm happened in Cleveland. It was like one of the coldest periods in in a while. So I get back to Cleveland, snow. I've never really seen snow like that, never been in snow like that. So I get to my car in the parking lot of the airport, try to start it. It wouldn't start. It's it's making a noise I've never heard it make before. You know, I've, I've been in a, lots of cars where it wouldn't start up, but I've never heard a sound like this before. Never, ever. Couldn't even explain the sound to you if I tried. So get the car towed from the airport to the mechanic. And the mechanic evaluates it and said, bro, I have never seen anything like this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He said, your engine is frozen. I'm like, what you mean my engine is frozen? I said, well, you know, it's, it's snowing out here. Like the snow can freeze the engine. It was like, no, your engine is frozen because you've been putting water all throughout your system and it froze everything and it cracked your engine. He was like, you have to put antifreeze in here. You're supposed to put antifreeze. And I'm like, hold on. I said, so antifreeze don't freeze? He said, yes. That's why it's called antifreeze. <laughs> Start. I'm from California. I had no clue how antifreeze works, man. I had no clue. I messed up a perfectly good vehicle because I was doing my California regimen in Cleveland. <laughs> And so you had to get a new car. I had to get a new car. What was the car? What kind of car was it that you lost? This was a God. Are you familiar? Oh, this car was only around. I want to say for like a five year window. And I'm ashamed to say it. But I, a brother was struggling back then. I, I, I wasn't on my feet financially back then. But do you remember the cars they call a Sterling? Do you remember those? I don't. It was a it's a foreign car. They were probably around for 
Ooh, they're probably around for seven years, probably seven years, if that. They started having a whole bunch of problems, and they they stopped they stopped making them. It's, it's called a sterling. Yeah, are you looking? Now. You looking it up, Stein? You see yeah. it? It's a sterling. Sold in North America from 1987 to 1991. 91. So I had to have the, the, the latest version of 91 in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> the, car, the car was done. It was ruined. The car was done. It was done. Unsavable. I mean, you probably could argue the car was done even before that incident, but it – it got me from point A to point B. Yeah, it got you all the way from the five hundred three all the way to Cleveland. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, that. So that's my story. So antifreeze doesn't freeze, everybody. So that's that, that's how you know. But again, in California, we don't know. We don't. We, we didn't have to do that. We didn't have to use that. Throw some water in there. Your car run. Your car runs fine. That is not the story I thought you were. <laughs> I don't even know how we segue because now we haven't even talked about LeBron yet and the most serious of injuries that derailed the Lakers season. And I'm supposed to come up with a clever segue after that story. Well, okay. Well, let's let's go. Let's get to LeBron. You know, my car is not running. LeBron's not running right now. So there we go. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I know they're saying two to three weeks and he'll be reevaluated. I mean, so what I can say on LeBron is that sources did inform me that he will not require surgery. That's good news. Oh, wow. And so, 
that's that's good news for the Lakers. So right now it's all about time and, and the rehabbing process. And at this this is this is why it's a crucial period. You know, the Lakers have to really do what they can to buy him some time. And what I mean by that is they gotta win. They gotta win. They gotta win. They gotta win a chunk of games, move up these standings to keep buying LeBron some time. That's what it's gonna take during this process. Could LeBron get out there and play right now? You know, it'll be a risk, but I, I think he probably could, you know, if he if he just necessarily had to, but it's too much of a risk. It's too much pain right now. The, the plan right now is to give him as much time to heal, um, for, you know, for this rehab process. But the Lakers got to win. They got to win. They got to keep winning. Got to buy them time. But the good I news mean, they is, manufactured is, a win. They manufactured a big win tonight. Yeah, you know, no AD City with no LeBron, no AD, no D'Angelo Russell. I mean, look, everybody now is pointing at AD and saying, you know, he's the one who's got to, you know, be the savior and all that. And and I do get that, but. I don't know. I, I just, I feel like AD, I mean, look, the numbers are the numbers and the last three seasons since the bubble, he's, he's basically missed half the games. There's no getting around that, but you can also say, I mean, the reality is LeBron, if, if LeBron misses two, three weeks and then comes back, I mean, this is going to be the third successive season that LeBron has lost 30, 30% of the season or more to injury too. So it's, it's not all just AD. And I don't know. I just, I just, I, I, you know, it's, it's easy to go after him and, you know, every, you know, street clothes and day-to-day Davis and all that stuff. And I, I, I just think it's too much. I think it's gone too far. I, he is still such a good player. I mean, you saw what he did in Dallas on Sunday. The, the, the guy is still a monster. Great player. Great player. He's one of my you know, favorite players to watch, you know, just the, the versatility of his game, uh, you know, and I told him that. But, yeah, I mean, for wrong or right, he's going to get a bulk of the credit and a bulk of the blame if the Lakers fall short because this is such a pivotal period right now because, again, they have to hold down the fort. Not even hold down the fort. They got to move up the fort. You know, they got to move up in the fort while LeBron James is out, which is not an easy task. But I think they still have – the depth to do it. They just have to, AD has to play like a monster. He has to get the most out of his guys. And, you know, look, man, nobody's going to feel sorry for him. Oh, no. You know, no. this is the Los I mean, Angeles Lakers. Nobody's feeling sorry for him. Everybody outside of Lakerland is, you know, hoping they don't make it. I mean, here's the thing. A month ago, they didn't have the, they did not have the depth. I mean, now they really do when you bring in Russell and Vanderbilt and Hachimura and Bamba, you know, they've, they've made all these additions. So they are, you know, Malik Beasley, they're a much deeper team than they were. There's no question about it. So there is more firepower there for them to get through. I mean, it sounds like D'Angelo Russell should be back soon. So, I mean, it'll be he and a, he and AD leading the way. But then, then the other thing is, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, it, some of the, some of the discourse to me is just crazy because before this injury, when LeBron missed three games, LeBron passed Kareem to get the all-time scoring lead. But then the left foot issue, he missed three games in a row. You came on this podcast and talked about how he's been playing through way more pain than people realize. But there were there, you know, you still see that chatter out there that 
uh, LeBron's high. He just wanted the record and, and he's, he's good with the record. No, he's not just good with the record because I think he's going to get the most blame. Uh, if the Lakers miss the playoffs, whatever the circumstances, no matter how many games AD misses, no matter, no matter how many other injuries there are, LeBron's resume will take the hardest hit. It will be three non-playoff seasons out of five. And if he's on the team, he's the one who's going to bear the brunt of it. That's all. That's the way it is. He is the face of that franchise. And so, uh, you know, he's the one I think who really is going to take the brunt of it. If the Lakers miss the playoffs again. So um, I'm sure if he can get back out there, he's going to find a way. Cause you know, to just to 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 miss the rest of the season and 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 this thing end badly again. I mean, I don't even know where the Lakers go from here if that happens. Yeah, and that's that that's that same foot, Stein. And again, you know, I, I said it back whenever I said it a few weeks ago. You know, Lakers were not putting that injury on the uh, on the injury list. It was they were saying it was his ankle. And I was hearing it was that right foot, and so, so, you, so I don't. You were know. hearing it was the same foot, not I mean, the I left guess foot. It was that same foot, yes, that same foot. And I don't know, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to jump to conclusions and say that that injury or what or what was bothering him led to ultimately, you know, this injury. But you know, it, it's hard not to try to connect the dots right there. Yeah, and look, you know, they're not publicly, they're not saying very, we, we have very few specifics about what this injury that has LeBron sideline now actually is. But it's obviously severe enough for him to have a boot covering his whole lower leg. And it's severe enough for him to be not be playing when the Lakers are in an absolutely desperate situation. Because again, LeBron knows how this works better than anybody in today's NBA. You can talk about all the games that Anthony Davis has missed. You can talk about how long it took the Lakers to make moves to upgrade the roster, but it ain't going to be AD or Darvin Ham or Rob Palenka or Jeannie Buss. The, the, blame, the blame will be foisted first on number six. You know, that's, you know, Charles Barkley always says it. That's the NBA. The stars get the credit. The stars get the blame. And he is, he is the foremost star on that team and he knows it. So I'm sure if he can't play, he can't play. It's not because he wants to go watch the Super Bowl. He can't play. I mean, this is a, a legit issue. Well, Stein, I, I wouldn't call this an issue, but I'm a little before we, we get out of here, Stein. You're wearing a brand a hat that I haven't seen really since I was probably in high school. And I don't know if this is a tennis thing, but you have a Fila hat on. It is. Is that brand, like, is that prominent in tennis? One bazillion percent a tennis thing. And you are you are not wrong. I was, okay. I've been, uh, okay. this time of year, I have been known to sneak away and get in a little tennis, which is um, really my first sporting love. So I actually spent four days at a tournament in Waco, Texas. I missed Mavs Lakers. I missed Mavs Pacers. I had to sacrifice two pretty important home games to see some live tennis, but I did. And yes, I am. I mean, I'm glad that we don't have video on this podcast because 
I'm literally wearing <laughs> tennis gear head to toe, and I'm sure you would get a good laugh if you saw me. And I, I would, uh, a great laugh. I, I'm pretty sure I would. Sources may or may not say that there is further tennis in my future because uh, you know March is always March is a month that features the two best tennis tournaments in the United States besides the U.S. Open. One's in Indian Wells in the desert near Palm Springs, and then there's Miami. So is there potentially more tennis in my life and more clothes that would make you laugh harder than you did at your Annie freeze story? Yes, there are. But now that, now that you're on to me, I will never wear this gear again on the, uh, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Fila was a, a held a big place in my high school years. Grant Hill brought, you know, basketball hoop shoes. Oh yeah. Grant Hill's, Jerry Stackhouse. Well, this is going to hurt um, you then. I, like, I literally have in the garage a 10 box. I don't know why. Fila brought all those shoes back from the Stackhouse, the Grant Hill. They brought them all back. And they just kept sending me these pairs. But I know you said you were, you're like a size 15. I'm not size 15. So, like, yes. I have all these shoes that I would happily hand to you. But they're way too small for you. I'm I was only a, I'm only a ten and a half. Yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't do nothing with yeah, that. Ten and a half couldn't is not going to do you any that. good. But, but it's still they still. I good. got Grant Hill. Yeah, you know, these are all remakes. But it's like the Stackhouse, the Grant Hill. I mean, they're. Mm. Yeah, hold 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 a hold a deep place in my heart. So right you there. played in those? That's my upbringing. You played in those? No, I I didn't I didn't play in them. I would wear them. I, I wouldn't play in them. Not not that I didn't like the, you know playing in them, but it's just shoes like that, signature shoes, unless they were our team shoes back in the day. But signature shoes, I, I would just wear them with with my clothes. I'm gonna have to take I some pictures wa- of some of these boxes in my garage, and you're gonna you're gonna yeah, you gotta do that because they're, they're not not just, not just me. I think everybody else listening will be shocked. Oh, I'm no look. I'm a closet sneakerhead, but it's I have a very narrow a very narrow lane of the, of the sneakers that I love, but I, I think you would be surprised. Mavs general manager, Nico Harrison, who of course spent many, many years at Nike before mm-hmm. he moved into the Mavs front office. Even he's been surprised at, at, at some of my, like I said, of course, cause I'm a, I'm a nerd and a weirdo. So like I said, my, my, yeah, name, I think the bar is kind of low. And I, oh, I think that's su- why they're probably you'd surprised. Be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised. I got, I got some, I got some interesting ones in my collection. But like I, said, I don't know Jordans, zero Jordans for me. But you know, give me the vintage Georgetown Hoya shoes from the eighties. I got, I got some stuff that would surprise you. Mm. Well, but, yeah, we, right, but we shall but see, Star. Before we go, before we go, I do want to just in tribute and and kind of dedicate this episode in the NBA on Wednesday, we lost someone in our world, David Benner, who was the longtime PR man for the Indiana Pacers. And I know you worked with him and he worked with so many of us in the media. And I really just wanted to uh, sing his praises and just, just at least give a mention of, of, how respected and how loved he was in our community. You know, we, we had Dame on recently and you heard me say, I'm a basketball romantic. I love that Dame stays with the Blazers. I love that Reggie Miller spent his whole career 
with the Pacers. Okay, Reggie Miller didn't win a championship, but Reggie Miller is synonymous with the Indiana Pacers. David Benner was also synonymous with the Indiana Pacers. I, For me, David Benner used to actually be a sports writer for in the 80s and, and for, for into the 90s. And then the year that I started covering the league, 93, 94, right around that time, he made the jump from our side of the fence to become the Pacers PR guy, which is, it's, it's very rare. It doesn't happen too often that a sports writer becomes the PR man. But basically for my whole, my whole 30 years covering the league, David Benner was synonymous with the Pacers, just like Reggie Miller. And of course they're great friends. And I'm sure you've seen, you know, Reggie used to make it part of his pregame ritual to get in David's face and, you know, chew him out, even though it was all fake and for show, but it was great scenes. And I'm sure the next, I don't know if you're working with Reggie at this Clipper warrior game, but I, you know, I know Reggie is devastated and, and David Benner was just, he's just an absolute NBA all timer. And I loved him and a lot of us loved him and he's just going to be deeply, deeply missed. No, no doubt. I didn't know David Benner was such a joy. One of the true rare, great um, PR gentlemen that we have left in this field uh, really took his job seriously. I didn't know that he was a scribe before uh, he he went over to PR for the Pacers. I saw David Aldridge write something eloquently on yeah. his Facebook page you about it. So that, yeah, yeah, so that's that's where I learned it and uh, learned about it. But no, nah, he, he was a pleasure, man. And I just want to give my condolences out to his family, his loved ones, all of his friends who are closer to him than we were. And, uh, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with them and that they will be able to grieve and, and just know that they got support um, if they need it. So, no, nah, that's, that's a tragic loss in the NBA community for sure. There is no good way to sign off on a show after that, but um, I'm glad we did talk about Mr. Benner because, like I said, he is an absolute legend and uh, an absolute fixture in this league and uh, someone that we both work with and all of us worked with. So beautiful words from you there. Everybody, thanks, Emil, for being with us. Chris and I back Monday with another edition of This League Uncut. You guys know what to do. Please rate, review, subscribe, and we'll be back with you very, very soon. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 
Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.